Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533. And Joe Walsh with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be partly cloudy today. A chance of a late day shower, but probably not until dinner time or later. High of 81. Tonight, cloudy. And then some more showers, low of 59. Tomorrow looks kind of lousy. Cloudy, rainy with thunderstorms and a high of 67. It's currently 56 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. It's Friday, which means payday, uh, staff outing, and uh, also an open line Friday. How's that grab you? And the keyword to cash uh, word of the day could be worth a thousand bucks. That's coming up after eight o'clock. That and a ton of other stuff too. Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.50 in the Who with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. I'm sorry. I'm just uh, I'm being distracted by other things. It's going to be uh, nice and sunny today uh, with a high of 79. Perfect night to go out to that MGM uh, free concert Friday with Trailer Trash tonight. Uh, Pat Kelly will be there, right? Yep. And uh, tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of 69. Giggity. It's 56 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh... What, why are we like so focused on Arnold Schwarzenegger now? Is it because of all the the documentary and uh, is the documentary? He's coming out yeah. talking to the press. He's got that uh, that TV show yeah. now on uh, Netflix. Well, he wishes he could run for president. I think the field is very open right now. It's a no brainer. I see so clearly how I could win that election. Yeah, he's not qualified. Yeah, he's not. He wasn't uh, born here. You have to be a naturally born citizen. Yeah, you can't just. Uh, uh, can't just run because it seems like a fun thing to do. I got everybody calisthenics every morning at 6 a.m. That's what he would make us do as yeah. a president. He'd make us do exercises. Like every every day starts off with a round of burpees. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, no. Burpees and uh, suicides. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Uh, Al Pacino is officially a dad again at 83, and Chelsea Handler posted a video making fun of, quote, horny old men who won't stop spreading their seeds. Okay. Well, he was duped into that. That's what how he he described it. <laughs> how was he supposed to know that he was so damn fertile? She says she wasn't uh, she wasn't able to have babies. Hua! Hua! What a hua! <laughs> Uh, yeah, remember he was the one who said she didn't, uh, you know, she told him, "Well, hey, I'm uh, I'm not able to have children." Yeah. And, and then, all of a sudden, uh, boom. Yeah. You should never believe somebody who says that to you. <laughs> oh, don't worry about me. I'm yeah. Oh, this baby factory's been shut down long ago. Unless you're a woman who's in her 80s. Well, if you're yeah, a I'm woman say in your that, 80s, yeah, if you're a woman in your 80s, maybe even your 70s, I'm yeah. going to say this a, a good possibility that pregnancy's not going to happen. No, but uh, when it's the other way around, and you're 83, and your girlfriend's 28, <laughs> she might not be telling the full truth uh anyway she gave birth to their baby boy and his name is roman the uh yeah 
She did that, and then Chelsea Handler did the whole horny men who won't stop spreading their seeds. She specifically called out Pacino, Robert De Niro, Alec Baldwin, and Elon Musk, and she noted that between them they have 32 children. Chelsea offered to put herself up for auction to protect other women from having to bear their children. She added, quote, actually, maybe all these old men should put themselves up for auction. After all, they are antiques. You know, I I guess if you have the money... You know, you can do that and have as many kids, but that's not really fair to the kid by having a kid at such an old age. Well, he's how old now? 80... 83 is 83? Al Pacino. So, so by the time that kid reaches puberty... He's in his 90s, if yeah, he makes it. If he makes it. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, if that's really a smart thing to do well, at, that, but, at that age. But even a younger person like Nick Cannon, who's got... You know, fifteen children. How many kids does he have? With, yeah, at least you know, a, at least a dozen. You know, that's fine and dandy if you want to have all that. And you know, obviously, he's a man who can support uh, having that many children. He can't eat or pay bills. But what good is uh, these kids having? A, if you're not, you can't be a dad to that many kids. You just can't. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you can technically be a, could. Well, uh, biologically, you could be a dad to as many as you want, but. I mean, actually, like, spending time with them and hanging out with them, especially when you're doing a million different TV shows. I don't know. Let me tell you something. When I turn 80, and uh, if uh, my wife gets pregnant, I'm going to wonder how a 70-year-old woman got pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) How did that happen? Because it didn't come from me. How the hell did that happen? Uh, Here's a wholesome fun fact to start your day. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire have a group chat, and it's called The Spider Boys. Tom says they catch up every now and then, and, uh, and working with them on Spider-Man No Way Home was a wonderful experience. Quote, myself, Andrew, Toby, we have this amazing bond as three people who have been through something that is so new, unique that we really are like brothers. He says the last time he spoke to them, he was doing a charity event in London for his foundation, the Brothers Trust, and asked if they'd sign a poster to auction off. Of course, they said yes. It's kind of a cool group chat to be in. Yeah, I think so. Or, but is, like, Tobey Maguire the one that likes everything? Like, he doesn't actually respond. He just responds. He just to- he doesn't write back. He just likes. Yeah, Toby yeah. liked this message. He seems like the kind of guy that would do that. Yeah, like he's too cool to talk to the other two. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tom and the other one are just uh, yip-yapping back and forth, sharing recipes and things like that. Tobey Maguire's like, yeah, whatever. I have to be part of this stupid group. Why'd you like my banana bread recipe? Uh, Rosie- I really like the banana bread. Well, the banana bread is delicious. Rosie O'Donnell was offered the role of Mary Sanderson in Hocus Pocus, but she turned it down. She says, quote, I didn't want to play the fat mean witch who eats and kills kids. I'll just do that in real life. <laughs> she yeah, couldn't. A, a little too close to reality. Yeah, she said she couldn't do a part where she would be mean to kids and the joke was about the character's size. I felt like I had no say for that. Uh, Kathy and the Jimmy, is it how you say it? Is yeah, that's it, right. Jimmy uh, ended up. It's Kathy. Uh, yeah, well, ended up with the part, and Rosie said, "Quote: I think Kathy's fantastic in it. You know, she does that face. I don't even know how she does it." Well, I'm well. I'm glad you didn't get that part. I don't know. <laughs> uh, spinoffs that are supposedly better than the original shows include Frasier. I don't think Frazier's better than Cheers. Do you? I don't think that. No. No. Th- these are like people telling you. Daria, which was a spinoff for Beavis and Butthead. 
which I never really cared for that. No, one. not really. And then Star Trek The Next Generation. Better than the original? Yes. Really? No, not no, really. Yeah. Not near. I mean, listen, I like The Next Generation too during my more geeky dweeb days. Yeah. Uh, but it pales in comparison to the first run. I didn't know Good Times was a spinoff. From Maud. It was? Yes. Florida, played by the effervescent Esther Roll, was Maud's uh, maid. See, I thought Maud was the spinoff of All in the Family, wasn't it? Yes. All in the Family, Maud was was Edith's cousin, and their next-door neighbors were the Jeffersons. How many things can you spin off at once? They they span off a lot of shows. Uh, And Kim Kardashian was all in pink with her uh, pink pajama photo shoot. Really? Yeah. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I showed this much pink was when Ray J ate the grapefruit while tongue-resting in the stink canoe in that (laughs) sex safe you can purchase on Newport for $39.95. You'd think my mouth's full. Uh, Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her the Mississippi stink thumb. I grabbed her like a Polish bowling ball. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I was throwing gang signs up the double barrel cooter shooter. (laughs) You don't want to know which one's the Crips and which one's the Bloods. (laughs) You don't... You really don't. That only happens every so often. Oh, that's your Hollywood trash of Rock 102. I'm here with Scott from Aqua Pump. And Scott, your family's been in business for... It's officially over. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612 and Guns N' Roses on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 80. Tomorrow, uh, thunderstorms with a high of 67. It's 56 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh I was just, uh, you ever have the, the, the collection plate being passed around church? Yeah. Don't you ever just want to, you know, take a 20 out of there? Well, I mean, if, I, if uh, all I have is a 50, I want to be able to break it. Yeah. Uh, a former Hampshire County Roman Catholic priest is accused of spending more than $100,000 of the parish's money to buy himself video games, a riding lawnmower, power tools, and more. This is like... Uh, Seemingly not such a bad thing a priest has done in the Catholic Church. I was going to say, isn't it kind of, is it kind of nice to hear of a priest getting you know in good old fashioned trouble that just doesn't, uh, you know, that doesn't objectify anybody or you know cause a great deal of uh, trauma? Yeah, larceny. Yeah, you know. good old fashioned larceny. That's yeah. that's, you know, uh, some of you priests are kind of on the fence about what you want to do. I'd follow this guy's uh, path. 43-year-old Tomas Gorney will be arraigned on a charge of larceny over $1,200 today, uh, the Northwestern DA's office said. Gorney served as a priest of the Immaculate Heart of Mary Church in Granby until the Diocese of Springfield began an internal audit after leaders noticed some accounting regularities. They turned over their findings to Granby detectives, who then opened an investigation into him. Officers found a storage unit in East Hampton belonging to Gorney filled with power tools, a riding mower, Food, wine, car accessories, video games, and clothes that police say he bought using parish money. Well, he couldn't leave it in the rectory. Well, no, because anybody would take all that well, stuff. Well, they'd wonder well, how how uh, Father uh, Father Tomas get all this uh, this great stuff. What hey, the- Father, how do you get all these great video games? Is, uh, is the food and wine? Did he like you know? Did he rip off the the uh, the bread? The, the communion the wafers? Communion wafer? I don't yeah. think so. I think those are just naturally provided by the parish. What about the wine? Uh, it could be better wine. 
Not every church does the wine. A lot of churches don't do the wine. Only the priest has the wine. They don't have everybody drinking from the same cup anymore. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I mean, you could order a case of that stuff and go, well, yeah, you know, uh, one bottle for the church and uh, five bottles for me down at my storage unit. I'd like to know what kind of food we're talking about here. I mean, you know, know, communion wafers aside, but, uh, you know, suppose it's like a cake. Could you leave cake in a storage uh, storage unit? Are you talking about like a, like pre-packaged like little Debbie snack cakes? No, you know what? He's one of he's more of that pampered chef kind of stuff. He used to throw those parties. Yeah, so he's got all the dips. Right. What's, yeah. It's, what is not pampered chef? What's the other one that has all the dips to it? Uh, yeah, I know which one. I know with the ladies. Time, used, right. It, it used to be a little bit more prominent than it is now. Yeah, it's all those like uh, those things you, you just mix with the sour cream. Yeah, and yeah. You would, Like the vegetables and the chips. You've got an instant dip. It's often hard, awful hard to walk away from that kind of stuff. Uh, it's unclear when Gorney was removed as priest of Immaculate Heart, but he was taken off the church website in late 2020, according to Internet Archives. The Springfield Diocese ordained Gorney, a Polish native, in 2010 reports show. Uh, and that's it. That's all the story we have so far well, on what he did. But. What I have here is that yeah. Gorney charged the expenses to credit cards. It wasn't like he was pulling out of, uh, you know, pulling out of the collection plate. He wasn't doing that. But he was using credit cards that, uh, that <laughs> they were the diocese credit cards. Yeah. So <laughs> and then it didn't. It wasn't uh, screwing the, uh, the 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 congregants. He was screwing the uh, the diocese. Well, you always you always go for the big dogs. Yeah, I know. It just kind of makes me wonder what what are those guys doing with all their credit cards uh, at the diocese? They, do they are they too getting power tools or you know video equipment or you know, well, they're... let me tell you, a lawn tractor is a big expense. Yes, it you is. Could, a big... you, you could pay. Thousands of dollars for a good lawn tractor. It depends on what kind of lawn tractor it was. If it was like a little snapper, probably nobody. uh, Don't you think the priests like little snappers? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, they do. They do. They like that or or lawn boy. Hey, hey, father, what do you get in that shed? I got a little snapper. (laughs) Want to come see it? Um. Well, yeah. Well, I'm sure the diocese credit card. It's probably for like travel purposes and things like that. If they go to those like seminars and and yeah, but and, if, and, if you got a guy racking up a hundred thousand dollars, wouldn't that just seem to be like well, it sounds not just because it happened over a three year period of time. But even if you divide it by th- over three years, that's a lot. That's still yeah. a lot. Yeah, it is a lot when you when you don't have the. I, I mean, I can't imagine the Granby Parish requires that much money to run you know what i mean like, yeah but they've got a lot of lawn to cut well uh, you know there's, there's a lot to mow at the grant at the uh at the at the church well you know they went and got that scott's four-step over at rocky's ace hardware they use their ace they, i don't even know if he used his ace rewards card which he, would have been a dumb thing to do because you can save a lot of money with your ace rewards card well you know if you're gonna steal from someplace you might as well use your rewards card for some other business like if you're if you're like let's say he's racking up the credit card you know you get to keep the points right like like the sky miles Look, maybe he's got Delta Sky Miles on. <laughs> maybe. Lots of benefits yeah. to uh, to be shopping at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's yeah. Ace Hardware location. Yeah, I don't know. This guy, uh, he seems uh, he seems like he overspent a little. You know, I know it's expensive uh, to cover mm-hmm. $100,000 in, uh, in, in merchandise that was uh, fraudulently charged to a card. But you got to believe the diocese is just, you know, just going, 
Woo! <laughs> glad yeah. that's all yeah, going in. $100,000 in credit card bills? That's easy. That's nothing. We'll, he'll pay that back over time. I'll take that a million times yeah. over one bad priest. You know, here's here's the, the funny part is they take this more seriously. <laughs> yeah, because it because it, it affects them financially. Well, that's what I mean. If you, you know, the, the other thing, it's like, oh, we'll just move you to another parish. Nobody will even know that you did that thing over there with the little snapper, <laughs> the little red snapper. You know, yeah, but uh, yeah, so hundreds of items. Uh, so I wonder if like if there'd be like a storage wars uh, type of thing because these are all in a. Oh yeah, oh. It was, oh, you store it place. Yeah, yeah. like there's, there's like uh, you know, <laughs> there's playstations, there's you know the lawn tractor, power tools. Yeah, along with like a chalice and and, and a cross. Yeah, like all these uh, things. Ooh. The lock, uh, lost Ark of the Covenant is in there. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Stone <laughs> tablet still in that box. He's got all of this stuff. <laughs> what are you doing with this? I'm just sitting on it for now. Yeah, just just got a couple of relics and some uh, remains of uh, some of the apostles, and I'm uh, yeah, that's all I got in here. I'm just I'm just holding this for some guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fell off the back of a yeah, truck. I I didn't buy those things. I've uh, I've taken a, a a vow of uh, poverty. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I can't. This is. These are not my wonderful things. This is not my beautiful storage unit. You know. It's uh, 620 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mezcal is for sipping. Take a sip of Mezcal. Then- 630 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aquatique Pools. Keep your pool sparkling all summer long with free water testing. 730 Union Street in West Springfield. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. A vehicle collided with a pedestrian on the 1000 block of St. James Avenue yesterday afternoon, leading to serious injuries. According to the Springfield Police uh, spokesman Ryan Walsh, at about 4.55 p.m., officers responded uh, to St. James for a car versus pedestrian crash. The driver remained on the scene. When the 22 News crew arrived, there seemed to be visible damage to a broken windshield of the driver's car. The windshield also appeared to have an indentation. That's All right, what kind of damage did the guy get? The adult male pedestrian was subsequently transported to Bay State with serious injuries. The SPD traffic unit was still investigating the circumstances surrounding the crash, and uh, 22 News will continue to update the story as new information is released. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, no offense, I'm, I'm less concerned with the car than the guy that was hit. Well, uh, they're just telling you what they saw. <sighs> Hey, we saw some cop cars and yeah. some and some police tape. It was bananas, my friend. Yeah. Well, um, usually when a car hits a person, it's not really considered to be a like a head to head collision. It's it's more it's more considered to be a, a car hit a guy. Yeah, a car hit a guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, Listen, weird I, wording. I don't know. Uh, Springfield police arrested a suspect in the double homicide on Union Street last Wednesday. According to Ryan Walsh, 19-year-old Adrian Perez of Springfield was arrested around noon on Wednesday at the Springfield Police Department. He's been charged with the murder of Kadir Moultrie. Perez is being held without bail and is currently facing uh, charges of murder, discharging a firearm within 500 feet of a building, and other things. Officers were called to an apartment around midnight on Wednesday, June 7th, at the 200 block of Union Street for a report of two bodies. Both bodies were found with gunshot wounds. They have been identified as 19-year-old Alexander Rodriguez and 40-year-old Kahira Moultrie, both of Springfield. At this time, uh, no one has been charged in the murder of Rodriguez. Perez is due back in court on July 14th. That's kind of odd. 
Which part? Two bodies. He's only being charged with one of the murders. Unless there's other charges coming. And there could be other charges coming, or they have another suspect that there was uh, somebody else who helped him do this. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a little strange. Uh, The town of Amherst issued a public health warning after partially treated wastewater was discharged into the Connecticut River. Who would want to even go swimming or boating (laughs) in that river? It's like... I mean, obviously, this is kind of the way the system is supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah, that when, you know, water levels get to a certain amount because of the rain, this just naturally happens, and it doesn't just happen in the Connecticut River, but other rivers and waterways around the country. But the idea of swimming in this river, when you're talking about now several hundreds of, 100,000 gallons of raw sewage that have been poured into the Connecticut River over the last... Two or three weeks. Isn't there like millions of gallons the other day? Uh, yeah. It was like a like a, a yeah. ton of... Yeah, you're right. On uh, Thursday, between 8.45 a.m. and 1.15 p.m., approximately 450 gallons of unchlorinated treated sanitary sewage was released from the Amherst Water Waste Treatment Plant into the Connecticut River. According to... The, you know, we can already smell your BS from here. We don't need it in our waterways. <laughs> uh, along the... Ma- According to the map from the Amherst DPW and Health Department, the sewage entered the Connecticut River off River Drive in Hadley at the treatment plant outfall. The town recommends the public avoid swimming in the Connecticut River between Calvin Coolidge Bridge and the South Hadley town line until Saturday at 7 p.m. Yes, because it all just dissipates at South Hadley. Well, I mean, it flows downstream. Yeah. I mean, there is a current in the river. I know, I'm just, just I'm saying it, it, it. They're making it sound like, oh, once you're past the South Hadley yeah. town line, you don't have to worry about it. Well, I, I got news for you. Uh, there's more rain in the forecast. So you know what that means, right? Yeah, that means there's going to be more sewage dumped over the weekend. Exactly. I mean, there are people that there are people that fish in the Connecticut River all the time. Now, think about that. Would you want to eat a fish? That has been swimming around in human waste. No, no, thank you. All I right, I don't care how big that uh, that uh, brown trout might be. That's I'm I'm all set. All right, you want to hop in the DeLorean and go back in time to back of April of uh, 2020? Sure. When we lived in the cleanest time we ever lived in. I remember standing in line in a full face mask and rubber gloves at the West Springfield Costco waiting for my turn for the groceries to be scanned and watching the workers take sanitary wipes and wipe down everything (laughs) before taking the next customer to put their groceries on and then doing that process all over again. And here we are living in a time where raw sewage is just freely flowing down the Connecticut. Like, we're we're (laughs) done. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is like the this is like the roaring twenties now of our time. Like, you, know, you know what? We're done with this sanitation thing. I want to swim in raw sewage all day. I love it. You know the, the crazy part about it is we're now at the point where there's been so many gallons of raw sewage being dumped into the river. Yeah. That now we're at the point where we're saying, well, I guess that's operating as it's supposed to be. That's what's supposed to happen. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. We're, no, this happens all the time. Yeah, we're, you- we're used to it. The Connecticut River has become the wastewater treatment plant for the entire uh, Western Mass uh, corridor. That's gross. And to think my doctor said we I need to eat more fiber. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this doesn't affect the drinking water. 
Yeah, you need to eat more fiber. (laughs) (laughs) The discharge is considered partially treated wastewater because Amherst is required to chlorinate and discharge prior to release at this time of year. The treated sewage and waste were not chlorinated before it was released. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, unchlorinated waste. That's the good stuff. That's the real good stuff. New MRI technology that offers a more comfortable experience for patients is now available in Springfield. Bay State Health and Shields Health hosted an open house to showcase the state-of-the-art MRI machine at their outpatient imaging center on Wasson Avenue. Uh, The General Electric 3T MRI. Oh, yeah, it makes the 2T MRI look like an X-ray machine. It's like a joke. Uh, An AI-assisted machine that decreases MRI scan time and provides high-quality imaging. Uh, Dr. Richard Hicks of Bay State uh, says uh, the site is the primary outpatient site for Bay State Health. We have way too many patients that need scanning at Bay State Medical Center to be able to do all the populations. So this is a huge plus for us to have these magnets available over Wasson Avenue. The uh, machine can also accommodate up to 500 pounds comfortably. Oh, so if you're a big guy, you can get in there. And the 70-centimeter opening offers a spacious experience for patients who may be claustrophobic. This is the one I would take. I I had to have an MRI done mm-hmm. once, and it was only the quick one. It was the 15-minute one, and I thought I was going to die because I was trapped. They trap your head in that thing, yep. and you can't move, and you're not supposed to move your head anyway or your body anyway. It's scary. Couple years, remember a few years ago when I was uh, diagnosed with Lyme disease? Mm-hmm. Same thing. I got a, went to a neurologist and wanted a, uh, an MRI done on my brain. Oh. And uh, you know, I'm not typically claustrophobic. I've mean, never had you know that kind of feeling before until I was put in the tube. Yeah. And same thing. You're not supposed to move. You're you're supposed to stay awake. Uh, also, but I found the only way I could calm myself down was to close my eyes and yeah. just, you know, just to do like it's old breathing exercises. It was the only way yeah. I, could, I, I was able to calm down. Yeah. Because the moment I went in there, I realized, hey, I can't move. Hey, you can't move, and you got to do this for at least 45 minutes. Yeah. Closing my eyes was the only way I got through it. That's what I'm saying. The luck, I was lucky I only had like that 15-minute quick one. Yeah, that's... Uh, they realized there was no brain in there. They didn't have to do the other 30 minutes. And, you know, they've had, they've had those open-air right. ones, uh, you know, for, for quite a while where it, you're not going down a tube, but it looks like, like two tables, one below yeah. you and one on top, where... Uh, or the, the one where the, the opening is, like, much larger. Yeah. They, they've had those. So it's nice to see that they're, they're doing something because if it can fit a 500-pound dude... It could fit guys like you and me without a problem. I'm just like, you know, with all the advancements in technology that we have, that we haven't come up with something better than that. Well, like, uh, you know, like mammograms. Yeah. That is like uh, that is like a primitive Neanderthal type of machinery. Yeah, we don't have like a wand now where you can just wave it over your chest or I would think that or I a mean, helmet that you can put on your head to scan your brain. Yeah. I mean every time I've I mean I've never had a mammogram, but yeah, knock on wood I won't have to, but every time it's ever been explained to me what happens in there, it just seems like a like a like a punishing un unfulfilling yeah. type of experience. It yeah. sounds awful. Yeah, it's like you're it's like a, like an old torture chamber from uh you know, It does. The, the Sounds like something that would come from the uh, the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, yeah. And nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Where they stretch you out with the chains. Yeah, right. Yeah, something like that. 
in an operation conducted on Wednesday, the Springfield Police Firearms Investigation Unit, in collaboration with the Hamden County Sheriff's Department, successfully confiscated more than 800 grams of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. According to police, approximately 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday, the FIU uh, and the Sheriff's Department seized more than 800 grams of fentanyl and uh, arrested 33-year-old Carlos Trajada inside the Tejada Gonzalez Market on the 0100 block of Locust Street. The FIU initiated the investigation following numerous citizen complaints regarding drug dealing activities occurring at the Tejada Gonzalez Market. After a thorough investigation, detectives obtained a search warrant for the premises. On Wednesday evening, they executed the warrant, apprehending three individuals inside of the store, including Tejada. The other two individuals were subsequently released. Wasn't it? There was another the store last week uh, with Johnny Sustash. Oh, yes. Johnny's Convenience. There was uh, some questionable things going on over there, too. What's yeah, up he, with these little convenience stores? I, I, I don't know. Maybe they're, uh, some of these places are a front for uh, different kinds of activities. And according to the Springfield PD, detectives recovered approximately 841 grams of fentanyl pills, nearly 100 rounds of ammunition, $5,584 in cash, and an additional sum of nearly $1,000 in Canadian and Dominican currency. All to be one here on The Price is Right. I would, like to, I would like to defend myself for $350. Over. He's now facing <laughs> charges of tra- trafficking in fentanyl. Yep. A fentanyl. Boy, Barry's going to come after you with that. Yeah, he is. Spe- uh, specifically for possessing 200 grams uh, or more of that substance. Somebody uh, took me to task yesterday, uh, well, two people now in the last couple of days, when we were talking about mushrooms. Yeah. It's it's psilocybin. What did you say? Not psibacillin. I kept saying psibacillin. Oh, my God. People you know are what? splitting hairs. Well, because I don't care. I mean, it's not uh, Listen, like all you need to do is to all, all you care about is microdosing the magic mushrooms. That's that's it. That's You're, really what it's about. You don't need to you know, add like a whole word salad into your mouth. You just you, you know what you want. Yeah, you don't need to know what you're consuming. No. You know the real term of what you're consuming. Listen, when you talk about animals in the zoo, you talk about uh, you know the elephant, the giraffe, the lion, the monkeys, right? Yeah. You don't give like the Latin, you know, words for those animals, right? No. That's how science looks at those animals. You, as the average zoo goer, just talks about the elephant, the giraffe, the lions, the monkeys. That's what you do. In a case like this, it's magic mushrooms and uh, and microdosing. That's the kind of language you should be focused on, not about the the actual you, you know word itself yeah the psilocybins i mean I, how are you supposed to know that uh, somebody, oh it's silly cybin whatever you know you're because it's silly it makes you silly anyway <sighs> anyway uh some guy broke into a woman's home in philadelphia last week while she was walking her dogs he stole two expensive purses plus the cash and valuables inside of them he right. was caught on surveillance camera inside the home and was in and out within a few seconds, suggesting that he knew exactly what he was after. The woman says she believes he may have been looking in her windows because he seemed to know those purses would be on the table. Also, she says she was only gone for about six minutes, so he knew she'd stepped out. The weirdest part is the woman posted the video on Facebook to see if anyone recognized him, and someone claiming to be the thief said he was sorry, and he went into the wrong house. It's unclear if the man has been arrested. Earlier this week, the police said they still need help in identifying the man in order to move forward with the case. So apparently, he was using an alias on Facebook, and there's no way for him to track him through his posts. Oh, yeah. He can't do that? There's got to be a way. 
Did you do like IP addresses and things like that? Isn't that what that whole thing is? Yeah, you got to kick yourself in the pants when you go into the wrong house. As if like, you know, GPS, you know, failed you yeah. or you just, you know, just don't know how to follow directions or, you know, whatever. I don't know, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I broke into your house while I, you were out walking your dog. I didn't mean to steal your things. No, I meant to steal somebody else's things. Yeah. It makes me a slightly better person. But thank you very much for the use of the credit cards and all the cash you had. Well, I kind of needed it for my drug habit. <laughs> I mean, I probably that. probably shouldn't be so, you know, so particular about where I go. Hey, listen, I threw the I threw a penny in the need a penny, take a penny uh, dish at the store for you. Karma. It's going to come back to you at some point, right? Always does. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, sunny with a high of 80. Tomorrow, not so nice. Thunderstorms with a high of 67. It is currently 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. We warned you. And now it's here. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 in Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a nice day today, sunny and a high of 80. Perfect night to go down to uh, to MGM and uh, check out the free music Fridays there with uh, Trailer Trash tonight, right? Yep. Uh, uh, Pat Kelly's going to be there. Pat's going to be there from uh, 7 to 9 at the Plaza at MGM. Trailer Trash, uh, today's modern country music and more. We'll be performing. Stop by the Rock 102 table for your chance to win lots of great Rock 102 prizes and more. In fact, uh, a lot of uh, veteran stuff going on uh, over the over the course of this weekend uh, and tonight too so it's tonight seven to nine mm. at the plaza at mgm with pat kelly from rock 102 springfield's classic rock uh yeah tomorrow's not gonna be not so nice they took the, the that billy joel elton john show uh face to face that we we're gonna do at westfield river brew yeah that's been rescheduled because of the uh potential thunderstorms on the way and right. that's now going to be taking place on august 17th so if you have tickets uh you can use them then you can use them then all right good to know uh, Father's Day is uh, is this Sunday. Yep. <clears throat> uh, I have some fun facts for you. If okay. You'd like to talk about Father's Day. Yes, tell me about Father's Day. Uh, Father's Day is on Sunday. Here are nine things you may not have known about the holiday uh, and dad culture. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, number one, it's written as Father's Day with the apostrophe after the R. The holiday's creator wanted it to be Father's Day with the apostrophe after the S, but Congress put the apostrophe after the R when they established it as an official holiday. It also aligns with Mother's Day this way. Okay. See, this isn't. These are just things. <laughs> yeah. Was, these aren't like even fun facts. Yeah, they're just facts. Will you be uh, presenting some interesting facts along the way? Uh, it was pro- first proposed by a woman. <laughs> A woman from Washington State named uh, Sonora Smart Dodd wanted to uh, create a Mother's Day for dads, and because of her, Washington held the first Father's Day on July 19th of 1910. Oh, we're like 113 years into this. How about now. it? You know, it didn't actually officially become a holiday until 1972. President Nixon was the one who officially declared it a holiday. Mother's Day, on the other hand, was made official in 1914. Okay. Father's Day is typically the fourth most popular holiday for greeting cards behind Christmas, Valentine's Day, and Mother's Day. The official flower of Father's Day is the rose. And the red rose is what? supposed to signify that your father is living while a, while a white rose means he's passed away. Suppose you're a living father. They give you white roses. I got the. Uh, they're, they're looking to get rid of you. Yeah, I got. I got the dead roses that were. Uh, yeah, I got. A, I got a pile of sticks. Yeah, th- that's what happens when you pour Jim Beam into a vase. 
That's the kind of flowers yeah, that right. we had. Uh, ties uh, might date back to 221 BC when China's first emperor and his terracotta army were discovered. Each sculpture was wearing a necktie. Yeah. Wow. See? That's uh, so back whoo. in 221 BC. They were going to they were going to Macy's to get that Father's <laughs> Day gift. Tie. They, they really made the most of it back then, didn't they? <clears throat> Only about 50% of all Father's Day cards are purchased for people's dads. Nearly 15% of Father's Day cards are purchased for husbands. Other recipients include grandfathers, sons, brothers, and uncles. And there are many people who don't know who their father is, so those cards remain unsold. Yeah. Americans are expected to spend a record $22.9 billion on Father's Day this year. What? Are you what? kidding me? How does that compare to Mother's Day? It's probably not even close. That's more than double what we spent just 12 years ago, but still less than Mother's Day when we spent an estimated $35 billion. See, that's exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but still, $22.9 billion is a lot I don't, of money. I don't believe that. I, I think that's uh, total horse crap. Dads overwhelmingly view, view being a parent as more important aspect of their personal identity. 85% of fathers with children uh, under 18 say being a parent is the most or one of the most important aspects of who they are as a person. That's not wrong. No. Yeah. So that's not even like a, a funny survey. It's just, it's not even a survey. It's just yeah. things. Yeah. That's uh, It's like random things off the, imagine just saying everything that comes off the top of your head. You mean like with, with uh, no filter or connection to the things that were said previously? Right. Hmm. I feel like I'm having flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up. Celebrity hotline. <laughs> open line Friday. An open line Friday. Moments from now, it's six fifty six on Rock One Hundred Two. Bax and Nagel. That's entertainment on Rock One Hundred Two. That's entertainment. Springfield's classic rock. Rock One Hundred Two wants to. Know- and now, Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, it's one thing to have burned your feet in a cryogenic foot bath. Another thing to not show up to practices because you don't like the helmets. Get kicked off the Patriots after only 11 days. Be accused of multiple sexual assaults. Post dozens of Instagram videos of your many public outbursts. Faced allegations of failing to pay a moving company. Strip off your game jersey and walk off the field during a game. Or to serve multiple suspensions, including one for falsifying a vaccination card. Yes, Antonio Brown may be an idiot, but this time he takes the cake. Fact of the matter is, former NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown is a walking train wreck, and even though he hasn't played a lick of football in the last two years, Antonio isn't quite finished making a total jackass of himself. As some of you might know, Antonio is currently the owner of an Arena League football team in Albany. That was until yesterday when the team, the Albany Empire, was bounced out of the National Arena League. Why? I think it's safe to say it might have something to do with team ownership. According to officials, the team was dumped after Antonio Brown refused to pay a mandatory monthly fee to the league, which every other team is required to pay and do. He also refused to pay a $1,000 fine after making public statements that were seen as detrimental to the team and to the league itself. And after weeks of exhausting every possible avenue to get paid, the league decided to eliminate the team. Folks, Antonio Brown has owned this team since only April. And in less than three months, he has now pissed off an entire football league for the second time in three years. 
I should also point out that since January, he was slapped with an arrest warrant for failing to make child support payments, had his Snapchat account suspended for posting pictures of himself in the middle of a sex act, and oh yeah, also bounced out of a Holiday Inn two weeks ago after repeated noise complaints over smoking weed in a smoke-free room. You know, I might be going on on a limb here, but I'm starting to think that Antonio Brown might be a real jerk. Because even the worst football owners at least pay their bills. But hey, and if I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Bacon and eggs in the Blackstone? You bet. The Blackstone four burner outdoor griddle, 500 bucks all month at Rocky's. Plus, you get the Blackstone breakfast kit for free. Breakfast goes outdoors with the Blackstone. You can find them right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 710 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 80. Tomorrow, not so nice. Uh, thunderstorms. Uh, throughout the day, high is 67. It is 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, we've had to uh, kind of uh, switch things around a little bit. After 8 o'clock, we not only have the uh, the keyword to cash, but also comedian uh, Corey Rodriguez is going to be joining us from Milton, Massachusetts, by the way. It's not and, really switching things around. Well, I know, but we, do, we normally do open line at 8 o'clock. Why? I don't really know. What's the difference? I think it's just a way of working and not putting a lot of effort into something. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the people who listen uh, like now, yeah, you know, because it, the same people listening now might not always be the same people listening at eight o'clock. Oh, I know that. So you're depriving these the seven eleven people uh, for uh, from open line. So All why right. don't we just give it to them? And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts. It's Open Line Friday! All right, 293-1021. Open Line Friday. Here's the rules. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who are just hearing this for the very first time, uh, keep your profanity off of this damn show, and your hate speech can go into somebody else's show. Yeah, we don't need no damn profanity around here. I don't want to do that. So 293-1021. We will now wait for the phones to blow up. Dam is spelled D-A-M, by the way. Like, you know, beaver dam. Yeah, no, I got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Dave out of Anfield. How you guys, uh, how you ladies doing this morning? We're doing great. Good, how Dave. What's up? Hey, um, you know, all this stuff about microaggressions and stuff. Uh, I've been talking about over some stuff in Northampton. Uh, we have sensitivity training. And um, you go through these films. Yeah. They don't even make us watch the films anymore. You just say, here's the questions, answer them as you go along. And um, I recommended to my supervisor that, why don't we all watch um, old Pepe Le Pew videos, and we can stop the video as it goes and say, oh, hey, look, see Pepe Le Pew pinning uh, the cat against the wall? Dad. See Pepe Le Pew chasing the cat through the neighborhood, stalking? That's bad. And... um, well, they're taking it under advice. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a good uh, a good well, call on well, your part. Pepe Le Pew was the original sexual harasser. Oh yeah, no, he's a yeah. predator. He's like uh, he's like Conor McGregor, only shorter. <laughs> well, I, our generation grew up on that. You know, give us a break. Now all of a yeah. sudden, we gotta like 
what? Not to hurt people's feelings. Yeah, I, no, I don't it's, get it's, it. I know. Feelings, it's, uh, yeah. it's one of the worst things yeah. we've got. Uh, bring right. me back to the day where you could just throw sexual epithets at people. Yeah, those, yeah. those were good times. <laughs> yeah. Good, good times. All right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, it's David Plummer. Hey, what's up? I don't know. How's the flushing today? The flushing's fine. Flushing is uh, just perfect. That's great to hear. Happy to hear that. What's up? Just called to say hi. Oh, okay, oh, fair hey, enough. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Maybe this uh, is the reason why we do this at 8 o'clock. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Mike from Wolverham. Hey, hi. Mike, what's up? Hey, I got a situation I'm curious what your guys' opinion is on. So I have a neighbor that is just completely let go of the yard. They don't mow the lawn. It's super long. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, yeah. everything. It's starting to encroach on my property. And I just, you know, who's the a-hole, you know? It's like, who? what do I do? I keep mowing a little bit extra on their yard because, yeah. you know, like the weeds are growing into mine. Right. Just curious what you guys think about that. Well, um, what, what what type of situation is this neighbor in? I mean, are you talking like an elderly person? Or are you talking about somebody who physically can't do uh, things to do mow their lawn? That is a great question, but they are complete. They're the same age as me, mid thirties, mm-hmm. and there's. I mean, maybe their lawnmower's broken, but like, that's that. That here, could here, be possibly it. I did. I don't talk to them very often. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's here's my uh, advice uh, to you. What's your name again? Mike. Mike. All right, Mike. Uh, here's my advice to you. Why don't you mind your own damn business? Focus on your own uh, damn lawn, okay? <laughs> Never mind the other guy. Focus yeah. on you. You're yeah. the only thing that can change you. You can't change the other guy. You focus on the things that you can do. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, look at you, you look at you uh throwing insults around yeah. left and right. Yeah. Why don't we just build a fence? Yeah. Yeah, fences make good if neighbors. You have a good lawn. <laughs> what the other why don't you just talk to the guy? I mean, yeah, he's kind of a hermit, but yeah. Well, if he's a hermit, just go over there and say, "Hey, look, uh, are you? Do you need some help? Are you? Uh, are you mentally uh, incapable yeah. of uh, of getting off your your butt and coming out here and mowing this stuff?" Yeah, or you could just mind your own damn business and focus on you. <laughs> Bringing down the property value of yeah. my home. Oh, right? please! As long as your house looks nice, who cares what's going on next door? All right. Well, the next person. All right. Yeah, thank yeah, you. the next person. <laughs> That's very helpful. Yeah. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Jose from Holyoke. Hey, hey what's, what's going up? on? How much? I want to say uh, thank you guys for being you. Oh, well, hey, thank you, know you what, for dude? being my morning. Thank you for being you and telling us that we should be grateful for being us. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. All right. All right. Thanks, Sue. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Tony. What's up, Tony? Hey, I want to talk about the Red Sox and how they have all this excess money and us fans have been spending all our money on, like, tickets and souvenirs and things like that. And now they just want to go and get rid of people and not have, like, a winning team. I just don't understand how they can all of a sudden after, what, since 2004, they've basically been pretty consistent. And now all of a sudden they just want to be like, oh, we don't want to spend money. We're going to get rid of this talent right now. I like you guys' view on that. Maybe back and do something on his view on the couch with it. You can come up with something for that. I, I, I could. Yeah, I probably will at some point when the when it gets even worse than it's getting now. But uh, I think it's when you look at the, the economics of the game, it really has gone totally out of whack. 
and even the Red Sox are like, whoa, you know, there's only so much money that we're looking to that we can possibly spend. Yeah, it, it, when you look at the kind of uh, contracts are out there, there's a part of me that really can't blame him for not wanting to be a part of that. I know it's the, the well, cost yeah. of doing business, but it, the business is is uh, is is insanity. Yeah, I get, I get it's a business, but when you you got people like you know you had the Mookie Bats, and also now you're getting rid of you know a few other people here and there, and this is why I think you get attitudes from people like Alex Verdugo now, who's a great player, and they sat him last week because he didn't have uh, it was lack of hustle, and it's like you got a player that wants to win, and then all of a sudden he sees you guys getting rid of talent. That's what you get. That's what you get from a player that that wants yep. to win, and it's a shame it's got to come to that. It's a it's a good point. Listen, appreciate the call. Have a good weekend. You too, sir. Thank yeah, you. All right. Ooh, sir. Ooh, sir. I like you uh, getting the... Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Good morning. My name's Drew. Hey. Uh, I'm just calling because I got this jerk neighbor who keeps mowing my weeds more and more every <laughs> week. He don't talk to me ever. Yeah. And he, he calls me all kinds of names to other people. And I'm, his name's Mike, and I don't yeah. like him at all. And yeah. I just want to let you folks know that. All right. All right. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe if he had just come over and talked yeah. to you about it, this would have never have happened. Or maybe he just minded his own damn business, right? Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Thanks. I appreciate You're your welcome. feedback. Have a good weekend. You too. too. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Tim. Hey, Tim. What's up? Hey, uh... I'm just in the greatest town in America right now, Huntington, Mass. Oh, look at that! So I just wanted to, say, I just wanted to say hi to Steve. Hi. Give him a shout out. He's the man. All right. Good work, boys. Good work. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you. Hey, you're the man over there. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hi. This is Jamie. Jamie, what's up? Just calling, just calling to let Mike from Wolverham know that he is indeed the a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mind your own damn business. Mind your Mike. own business, exactly. Seriously, <laughs> oh, bringing down his property values. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. Have a great day, guys. You, you too. too, Jamie. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Dave. How are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, listen, that dude at the ice cream shop, man. He was just looking to put some cream on his banana split, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So, yeah. That'd be my defense. All right, I'm not a defense attorney, but maybe that's why. Unfortunately, he took it a little too far with the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so, yeah. man. Yeah. Hold the nuts. Yeah. All right? yeah. Hold the nuts. That's that. That's what got him in trouble. <laughs> oh, my bad. I thought it was the banana. No, it was holding the nuts. That's what the problem. <laughs> Thanks for the call, gentlemen. Have a good day. You too. You too. Rock 102. Good morning. Is this? Hey, it's Dylan. How you doing? Good. What's going on? I got a joke for you. All right. So a woman's pregnant with triplets, and she goes to the bank to pay her mortgage. When she's there, the bank gets robbed, and the robber shoots her three times in the stomach. <clears throat> a bullet goes in each of the babies. She goes to the hospital. <clears throat> the doctor is able to save the babies, but they cannot remove the bullets. She successfully has the babies, and 15 years later... The eldest daughter comes downstairs one morning and goes, Mommy, 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 you'll never guess what happened. She goes, what happened, honey? I was keen, and all of a sudden, a bullet came out of me. She goes, well, you're at the right age, and tells her the story of what happened. The next day, the second daughter comes downstairs and says, Mommy, 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 you'll never guess what happened. I was peeing, and a bullet came out. 
goes, well, you're at the right age. I can tell you this. And the youngest son, the next day, comes downstairs and goes, Mommy, 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 you'll never guess what happened. Yes, son, I know. You were peeing, and a bullet came out of you. He goes, no, Mom, I was jacking off. Uh, okay. All right, you know, you're All doing right. so good. You were, you were doing, doing so, so good up until then, that last yeah, part. And that's, uh, and that's the yeah, kind of thing I suggested I you not do. Uh, All right, let's uh, uh, see if we can grab one more here. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? It's the Hawkman calling you. Hey, Hawkman, uh, what's up? Hey, I'm calling from the lovely town of Ware, and I just wanted to give you guys some inspiration to let you know that you guys really do help me get me through my day every day and keep being yourself, and you really make me laugh, so thank you both we, very, very much. We just told you to keep it clean, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's fine. I'll keep you it know, We said, <laughs> Steve, we said no hate speech. Yeah, that's what we told yeah, you. Enough. And here you are. <laughs> what? what? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for okay. the call, Hawkman. All right, bye, guys. All right, there you go. Well, you know what? That's uh, good enough. That's the reason we don't do it at 7 o'clock. I wouldn't call it good. You, that's just enough. Yeah, it's, it was enough. There was no good enough. That it's was just enough. enough. <laughs> it's 723 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102's Classic Rock Summer is driven by Leah Toyota of Wolverham. Experience the difference. It's uh, 726 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a really nice day today. Sunny with a high of 80 degrees. Tomorrow, not so nice. Thunderstorms uh, with a high of 67. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Real quick, uh, check out uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week. Uh, My guest is Larry Meislevic, the drummer for the band uh, Skayfish, and also uh, played with Iggy Pop for a couple years. Really good stories uh, that he has to tell on that podcast. Also on Monday... My conversation with uh, Cherry Vanilla. She was the former publicist for David Bowie during his first uh, U.S. tour. She's a a former groupie. She was part of the Andy Warhol factory. Also, uh, she has uh, recorded two albums, and her first band uh, was The Police. Uh, That was her backup band. It's a fascinating story, and it's all available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and rock102.com. And brought to you by the folks at znmhomes.com. Uh, All right. Cool. All right. I'm looking forward to uh, actually listening to that. That's actually, it's it's a really good one. Yeah. The, the two of them are, are real good. I've been, uh, you know, had, had some good luck lately. Uh, a rare moment here. I do like your podcast. I listen to it. You do? I do. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And, uh, you know. Uh, that's about as much of a compliment you'll get out of me. Wow, that's uh, I'm uh, I'm overwhelmed. I don't I I don't know what to do with that kind of uh, with that kind of support. Uh, I think you should gracefully accept it and say, you know what, I'll never get anything better than this from him, so I'll just go with it. Well, you know what, yeah. Steve, yeah. Um, assume that your words are mine. Look at you handling yeah. with with grace. That's what I'm all about, yeah. Steve. Grace. Mr. Grace. Mr. Grace. King Grace. That's 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 uh, that should be my next uh, moniker. Right. Well, I'm guy we got that out of the way. Oh, you have no idea. What's the next stupid episode on your podcast called? Uh <laughs> It's 728 News is next to Rock 102. Hello, friends. Bill Richard, Ford of Northampton. 731 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. 
Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. In uh, operation conducted on Wednesday, the Springfield Police FIU, in collaboration with the Hamden County Sheriff's Department, successfully confiscated more than 800 grams of fentanyl. According to police, at approximately 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday, the FIU, under the direction of Brian, Captain Brian Keenan, with the assistance of the Sheriff's Department, seized more than 800 grams of fentanyl and arrested 33-year-old Carlos Tejada, or Tejada inside the Tejada Gonzalez Market on the 100 uh, block of Locust Street. The FIU initiated the investigation following numerous citizen uh, complaints regarding drug dealing activities occurring at the Tejada Gonzalez Market after thorough investigation, detectives obtained a search warrant for the premises. On Wednesday evening, they executed that warrant, apprehending three individuals inciting the store, including Tejada. The two other individuals were subsequently released. According to Springfield PD, detectives recovered approximately uh, 841 grams of fentanyl pills, nearly 100 rounds of ammunition, $5,500 in cash, an additional sum of nearly $1,000 in Canadian and Dominican currency. And as a result, uh, Tejada was placed under arrest. Uh, he's now facing charges of trafficking fentanyl, specifically for possessing 200 grams or more of the substance. That's a one-stop shop right there. Yeah, no, I uh, it it is, but you know when you're you know, when you're measuring things by grams, you know you know it does it doesn't sound like a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. You know the gram is about the weight of a paperclip or a, a raisin. Yeah. But do you have any idea how many people get killed off a gram of fentanyl? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, uh, it's 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 a ridiculous number of people that could get to, that could get seriously destroyed by this stuff. Uh, but I want to I want to see this convenience store that has all these wonderful things. You get your Slim Jims, your Arizona iced tea, mm-hmm. and your gram of fentanyl. It's the uh, it's like the big gulp package. Yeah. You know, I usually uh, just go for quick picks and maybe a bag of pork rinds, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say. Uh, all right, uh, take uh, I'll take a, a a quick pick and about five grams of fentanyl, please. Yeah, I say it's just a big gulp cup that they scoop up yeah. out of the fentanyl bin. And I also need thirty bucks on pump five. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, can I have twenty? Can I have twenty dollars over there? Uh, Spring, well, you need to get home. You know? <laughs> hey, listen. Springfield police arrested a suspect in the double homicide on Union Street uh, last Wednesday, according to uh, Ryan Walsh. 19-year-old Adrian Perez of Springfield was arrested around noon on Wednesday at the Springfield Police Department. He's been charged with the murder of Kadir Moultrie. Perez is being held without bail and facing multiple charges. Officers were called to an apartment around midnight on Wednesday, June 7th at the 200 block of Union Street for a report of two bodies. Both bodies were found with gunshot wounds. They have been identified as 19-year-old Alexander Rodriguez and 40-year-old Kadir Moultrie, both of Springfield. At this time, no one has been charged in the murder of Rodriguez. Perez is due back in court on uh, July 14th. Uh, The Massachusetts RMV is expanding the Chicopee Service Center to offer road tests starting Monday in support of a new state law allowing immigrants without legal status to obtain driver's licenses. The law, Work and Family Mobility Act, was passed through a statewide voter referendum in November of 2022, Following a veto by then uh, Governor Charlie Baker late last year, the law was reinstated. So now, who's this veto fellow you're talking about? Uh, he uh, we tried to get a job as a superintendent at a, at a <laughs> local school district and uh, didn't work out so good. Used the term "ladies" to address an email, and oh, that's, that's uh, not if so, fatso, he's bounced off on the street. 
Anyway, uh, the supporters say it will make roads and communities safer, encouraging people who are here and working and raising families to get licenses, driver training, and insurance. The Chickabee office at uh, 1011 Chickabee Street had been open to business-to-business services, only handling transactions for dealerships, for instance. That service will remain. Published reports estimate nearly 200,000 Massachusetts residents will use the law to get licenses. Work and Family Mobility Act takes uh, effect on July 1st. The RMV uh, said earlier this week that it is expanding call center staffing by 50% and adding a temporary dedicated line to field Work and Family Mobility Act inquiries that is operated by a vendor with live customer service representatives. They're also expanding staffing at customer service centers by 50% and Ooh. adding... Ooh, does that mean you get 50% more attitude? <laughs> you, actually, no. I think you get like a, a 150% more attitude. Oh, it, it multiplies. It, yeah, it, it really does. Yeah. The more people that are in it, the more people get aggravated. Uh, Saturdays and some evening hours to be included Ooh, as well. Well, that, that is convenient. I don't know if you... Do you want the second shifters at the RMV? <laughs> Well, you know, they're not there because they want to be. No. More than doubling the number of road test examiners, adding temporary road test sites like Chicopee and expanding hours for road test operations in many locations. Current Governor Healy asked for uh, $28 million in the state budget to implement the law. Baker proposed $9.2 million last fall to cover the RMB's cost. The RMB said uh, Thursday that business-to-business customers will continue. Eh, whatever. It's going to be open. And now they're going to be open for road test, road test, road tests, road tests. Uh, police are seeking the public's help in identifying a suspect out of Holyoke, according to the department. The uh, individual is suspected of using a stolen credit card at several stores in the Holyoke Mall. If you or anyone has any information regarding this suspect that they have up on their Facebook page, you're asked to call the uh, Holyoke Police Department Criminal Investigations Bureau. Yeah, Holyoke Mall shopping spree. Yeah, well. Of course, uh, you know, how are you supposed to know whether someone's using a falsified or stolen credit card? Uh, I don't know. You know what uh, my biggest mystery at the mall is, though? What? At the Holyoke Mall. I was just there the other night. There's always one escalator out of service, at least one. Mm-hmm. And it's always the one that you could use to make things more convenient. I don't mind walking down the stairs. It's walking up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see uh, comedian Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. There, there's a, you know, he died many years ago, but there's the, a joke he did. That the basic setup is, you know, you see an escalator and it's out of service and they say, sorry for the inconvenience yeah, for turning this into a bunch it's of stairs. stairs. Right. It's a staircase. Yeah. So why can't you just take the steps? Well, but but, but the thing is they're, they're blocked off because they're under repair. That's what I'm saying. It's not even like they're accessible. Whenever so, I've seen that, did, were, did you see a single guy with like a screwdriver in his hands or like a wrench? No. Yeah, no one's really working on that stuff. Well, the one day I did see them working on it, uh, there was two guys working on it, and I had gone earlier in the day. But then, like, you know, those are working now. Those are the ones that were in the middle by the old Sears. Right. But the food court ones, there's an escalator going up and down there, and there's that elevator that takes forever. So nobody really wants to take the elevator. Right. That's so slow. And then so the escalator, only the downside was working. Mm. The upside was not working. And then the only other staircase is that narrow one that goes all the way up to all the levels. Yes. 
Nobody that's wants a, to do that. No, that's a big pain in the butt because you're trying to like huff and puff up those that straight yeah, up staircase. And, and you're not going to walk want to walk all the way to the other side of the mall to get the other escalator. Right. 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 That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just went on that little rant about it's the, good rant the mall. It's a good one. Well, it's a you know it's an it's, appropriate. It's an appropriate. appropriate it's, it's, totally. a, it's a complaint. It's yeah. a complaint that I have. Why this are is all me support? This is me supporting you, much like you supported me five minutes ago, talking about the podcast. I did. Yeah, I did support you. With don't the think podcast. I don't think I didn't turn it around don't and pay it forward. You're, you're never going to forget that, are you? Uh, several weeks after a state agency published a report outlining possible locations for a New Hampton County courthouse, one local lawmaker says he's outraged by some of the proposed operations. While only two of the proposed 13 new locations for the courthouse are outside of Springfield. Uh, Representative Gonzalez said there are too, too many, uh, and the courthouse belongs here in the city of Holmes. We will fight tooth and nail to make sure that courthouse stays in Springfield, says Representative Gonzalez. One local lawmaker is fighting to keep uh, the Hamden Courthouse in Springfield amid years of concerns over the workplace conditions at the Roderick Island Courthouse. The Division of Capital Aggressor Management and Maintenance, or DCAM, published a report offering some insight on where the courthouse may go. The agency decides which construction projects receive state funding, and last month they published a report that evaluated 13 possible sites in Hamden County. But uh, Carlos Gonzalez says that the courthouse must stay in Springfield. When DCAM put out the list of places the courthouse would go, they selected some places other than Springfield on that list, and we found that very disturbing. Uh, Gonzalez expressed his uh, frustration to DCAM Commissioner Carl Gladstone. What was Gladstone? What was that? Uh, wasn't that a character on a... Uh, you're thinking of Flintstone, Steve. No, there was a Gladstone. I don't remember Gladstone. No. or the Flintstones, though? Uh, to consider the relocation to the courthouse from Springfield is a great disservice to the residents of Springfield. I encourage you to work with Springfield delegation and the constituents of Springfield to maintain this vital center of our community and activity. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with the idea that it should stay in Springfield. I, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. The problem with the, with, uh, the sites on this list that are outside the city isn't so much that they're not in Springfield, but they're really stupid ideas. <laughs> they're unaccessible. They're unaccessible and stupid. Like East Long Meadow near the Rotary by the high school is a dumb idea. Yeah, it's dumb. What was the other one they had? It was like uh, it was in West Springfield somewhere. Uh, yeah, and I can't. Uh, well, West Springfield would make sense if you're doing it on Riverdale Street. You know that would yeah, be but even, that would make more of. Because you're accessible to all the highways. That's the thing. It's it has to be accessible. Yeah, I I think Springfield um, that would be a tough loss for Springfield because you know economically a tough loss. Think about all the people that are at that courthouse every single day, parking their cars, going to restaurants at lunch. You know, doing all kinds of things. There's a lot of reasons why the city of Springfield would not want to lose the courthouse, and I think the other options that that I read is that they didn't make any sense. And so, I mean, I, I kind of agree with it. It should stay in the city. Right. You know, we sh there's plenty of places we could do that. Of course there is. Just knock down that whole uh, highway and uh, put up a courthouse right there. Yeah. I mean, you've done stupid things before. You can reroute the highway around it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> put, the, put it on the river, floating on a pontoon. Well, uh, you, you don't need a sewer system because uh, all the sewage is already in the in the river. Oh, you just put a pipe right out the back of that thing right into the river. Yeah, what's more disgusting, hanging out with a bunch of attorneys or the Connecticut River filled with sewage? 
Uh, I think the attorneys would probably might be the <laughs> bottom of the pool. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, sunny and the high of 80. A nice night to go out and see Free Music Friday over at MGM tomorrow. Not so nice. Thunderstorms with a high of 67. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Your tra- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 750 in Rush. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 80. Tomorrow, uh, thunderstorms with a high of 67. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. You could be one word away from your chance of winning 1000 bucks. Uh, 8 o'clock, 11, 2, and 5. That's when the keyword to cash will be uh, announced. Make sure you are listening to that when you hear it. Go to rock102.com. Enter the keyword before midnight tonight for your chance to win $1,000. It's your chance to put 1000 in your pocket with the keyword to cash brought to you by TextMeForTires.com. Kim Keough of the Nielsen team, Livian Keller-Williams, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. We got a short list today. Okay. Yeah, I don't really... Uh have a whole lot on the audio uh, it's, end. It, it's Friday, it's payday, is a staff outing today. There's a lot going on. Uh, a Florida black bear was found roaming the property of the Tampa International Airport. Here is John Tillicos, uh, TPA's Executive Vice President of Airport Operations, talking about the intruder. We quickly sprung into action. Our operations team, together with our police department, uh, we went to the area, we set up a robust perimeter around the area. You know, it's the first time in our 50-plus year history that we know of that we've had uh, a bear come onto the property. Yeah, well, they started serving honey-roasted peanuts on the flights, and they were dropping them out the back. Yeah. Why would they, he was going to go after them. You had to. I, uh, you know, I, uh, some of the bears, that, uh, they're just all over the place, and they're always causing problems. Well, I, I'm kind of thinking it's maybe it's like uh, the guy up in Belchertown the other day, uh, or is it Granby, uh, wearing the tactical gear like he was a cop. Yeah. Maybe it's the bear who wants to be an air traffic controller. It was like, you know what? I've always wanted to go down that runway and direct that plane the yeah. way it uh, should go. I'm going to hop that fence, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to start directing air traffic. I don't know if they're qualified. I don't know if they can uh, they can com- complete all the training that's necessary to do that very stressful job. I mean, you know, air traffic controlling is a is a it's quite challenging. Well, not air traffic controlling, but the guy on the ground. Yeah, the bear's been watching this guy for years. Wave oh, with his the, with hands the, with around. The two sticks? Yeah, with the two sticks. Now, the, the air muffs. You don't and all just that jump stuff. into that job, Steve. You start a baggage claim and then you work your way up. All right, fine. He wants to drive the little train of of baggage. The, the the baggage train. I don't know. I think I think uh, being a bear and uh, going on the uh, the entry level is definitely putting the bags right. into the plane and taking him out of the plane. Oh, so now you have just uh, shut him, shoved him down to the bottom of the ranks by having him be that guy who throws the suitcases yeah. onto the plane. Union rules, Steve. Union rules. Bears gonna have to join the union. Yeah, well, you know, but the problem with that, the problem with you let bears around bags, if somebody's carrying raspberry jam or honey, they can smell that stuff from a mile away. <laughs> Rip right through your bag. Yeah, yeah. They think you're, you, you got food in there. Fine. Entry-level position. And you know what? The problem is he drinks too much coffee. He winds up having a heart attack on the job. 
He never made it to the big dance. That's the it. The big yeah, air traffic control dance. These are the kinds of things that, uh, you know, a clean living lifestyle uh, is going to require. Uh, a woman took a TikTok to show off a nice wad of cash that she found by checking the inside of a purse that she bought at Goodwill. Here's TikToker Frio showing off her big score. Okay, I always hear people say check the bags at thrift stores, and I finally did it. At first, all I found was a couple of envelopes, and then, bam, a whole freaking wad of cash. I counted it, and it came up to $45. Damn. Wow. 45 bucks is a good score out of a Goodwill sweater. You're damn right. Well, this is a handbag, right? Like a uh, pocketbook or something? Well, yeah, but they're, they're saying to check all the items you get from a Goodwill. You never know if people leave stuff in the pockets. They don't wash that stuff. They don't wash it? I don't think so. I think you should wash it. I think when you donate it to the donation center, unless it's, like, absolutely filthy, they just put that stuff back on the shelf. That's kind of gross. That is disgusting. So you find other things inside of a used pocket, too, like a condom wrapper. Right, or, uh, yeah, right, some keys. Yeah, uh, Tic right. Tacs. Cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> right. cell phone. Hello, who's this? Yeah, license. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Credit cards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, th- this was just, this isn't a donation. This was a <laughs> stolen from a victim. Uh, and uh, did you, you did you hear this, the, the clip going around the internet with the cat that says, uh, it sounds like it's saying sometimes I'm alone and sometimes. No, I'm I haven't alone. heard that. Well, here's, here's the thing. Well, somebody turned this into a song too. Okay. Well, here's. Sometimes I'm alone, sometimes I'm not. I'm not. Uh, hello? <laughs> I kind of like how it's they did that. kind of nice. Kind of a pleasant song. Pensive. Right, I think I've heard enough. Are you sure? <laughs> sometimes I'm alone, sometimes I'm alone. <laughs> It's actually pretty funny. It's funny. (sighs) Well, there you go. Wow, that's really good. Wow, that was a that was a lovely, uh, melancholy. (laughs) Now hear this. It's seven fifty seven. We got uh, comedian Corey. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Apparently, yeah. that's uh, that's how he goes in his Rodriguez, videos. Rodriguez uh, coming up. He's going to be at Loft Comedy Club this weekend. We'll talk to him coming up after eight o'clock. Uh, and it's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Now, Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, the Patriots' DeAndre Hopkins schmooze fest is now officially over. After two days of being wined and dined at some of the most sophisticated spots on both sides of Route 1, DeAndre Hopkins has now got a lot of thinking to do. He can continue his career with the Arizona Cardinals, or he can become the latest ingredient in the Patriots' plans to become a contending team in the AFC East. So what happened yesterday? Well, my understanding is it was a day filled with man hugs, high fives, and full on a full onslaught of Patriots history being blasted right into this guy's face. The dude met with Mac Jones. He's hanging out with Matthew Judon and taking selfies, sharing laughs with the effervescent Bill Belichick. 
The patrons really poured it on like they were on a first date from Bumble. Granted, I don't know if they took them to the Ruby Tuesdays or the five guys down the street, but the Patriots spared no expense in making their case that Foxborough is a magical fairyland filled with brightly colored unicorns dancing on rainbows. How did they make out? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to get anybody too excited here, but at the end of the day, DeAndre Hopkins and his agents suggested that despite all the splendorous bounty that the Patriots had to offer, DeAndre is in no rush to make any kind of decision whatsoever. Instead, he'll be making a visit to Nashville to spend a little time next week with the Tennessee Titans. Please, the t- Nashville, Tennessee. Get out of here with that. What do they got in Nashville that's so great? What, the Grand old Opry? You can hear the same crappy music at the Texas Roadhouse 6.3 miles away. My God, that the Dunkin' Donuts and a Cupcake Charlie's at the Patriots' place. Do they have that sort of thing at the Nissan Stadium? No, they do not. Titans are nothing but trash. Patriots, on the other hand, just minutes away from the Rentham Outlets, the Emerald Square Mall in North Attleboro, and the Foxy Lady in Providence. Seems to me, if I'm a young man looking to make important career decisions, there's only one place to go, and you're not going to find it with the Titans. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, the $99 can't-miss Father's Day winner. How about a Milwaukee M12 Drill Driver Impact Driver Combo Kit from Rocky's? $99. With your Ace Rewards card, that's a savings of $70. Dad has a brand new high-quality power tool, and you look pretty cool coming from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Feels Classic Rock. It's 8-11 and John Mellencamp with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You know, I feel bad for these guys. Uh, wait, don't, don't feel bad for anybody yet. Oh, that's I got, right. You I got something to yeah, do yeah, first. Uh, it's time for the keyword to cash. One word could land you 1000 bucks. Today's keyword is the word dad. Dad. I'm supposed to spell it for those of you who can't identify dad. It's D-A-D. Go to the keyword for cash contest page, rock102.com, uh, and enter it before midnight tonight. Could be worth $1,000. Again, the word is dad, and I'm required to spell it a second time, D-A-D. Good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. As I was saying, I feel bad for these guys sometimes. You know, they, they do shows at night, and then they got to get up and do an 8 Ten in the morning radio interview. Yeah, I feel tor- I feel terrible for a, a guy like Corey Rodriguez is going to be at the Law of Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. Good morning, Corey. How you doing? What's up, guys? How's it going? It's going good. Now, uh, it's hard to get up this this early in the morning after being a night owl. Yeah, I mean, I got kids, so I make it happen. Oh. You know, yeah, you know, I, they, they can still get to school with a groggy voice, so it works. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's all good. As long as they're out um, of the house for the day. Yeah, yeah. As long as that happens, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. It was like uh, that, that's the big transition, though. You know, the big change is you're a night owl and, you know, you start your day at one and then you have kids and it's like, yeah, it's not working like that. So figure it out. Well, uh, so, I also noticed that when, you, when your kids are first going to school and you got young kids that go to school for the very first time, you're all kind of gung ho to make sure they're out and taken care of, but by say like the fifth or sixth grade, if you, if you just say, "Well, there's the door, there's your lunch, have a good day," and just crawl back to sleep. Yeah, you said fifth or sixth. Yeah, like second and third grade. Yeah, man. Like, uh, well, you're more advanced yeah, than us. <laughs> yeah, you know how to use the microwave. You know, I taught you sign language already, and so I learned how to use the microwave. So, so you're a you're a, a Milton guy, right? You grew up in Milton. Yeah, I grew up in Milton, Massachusetts, a little burb outside of, um, right outside of Boston. 
Yeah, well, so, you're, we're just a uh, hundred miles away from you. Yeah, yeah, not not too far. I mean, nothing, you know, this, that's uh, nothing too bad. You know, you guys were both comics as well, right? But, well, uh, we try to think we are. Well, sometimes. I mean, Steve still does it. Yeah. I haven't done it in a long, long time. You talk about you know having to wake up. Radio killed comedy for me, so I I went with a more stable career. And then, uh, but Steve <laughs> does has done a hell of a lot more than I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys come out to the show, then maybe you'll do some time on the show. No, oh, all right. For the people that come out, can check you guys out as well. Oh yeah, we'll get some exposure around here. We definitely need it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's some things in your uh, in your bio that uh, that Loft put up. Uh, you know, the, you're, you're on the funniest comic in New England. Uh, you've been in a bunch of festivals. Uh, uh, you know, all that. Also, have your own uh, podcast. Tell me about that. Yeah, I was on a pod. Uh, this is called Thirty Jobs Later, where I just I talk to different comics and talk to different other uh, actors and just anybody else who's in the business, and I talk to them about what they did before they got in and, and how they made that leap, exactly what they were doing right before they made that jump. What did you do? You know, uh, I did a lot of things, and I had I had this called Thirty Jobs Later for that reason. I've had over thirty jobs, <laughs> you know. So I was a uh, used to. Work in a, in a jail. I used to work in finance. I used to work in uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shields, a barber. That all, that all sounds like you the know. same place. That also sounds like the plot <laughs> to Shawshank Redemption, too. There <laughs> was a time I was in the wall <laughs> trying to dig my way out. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, yeah, that was all, all the same thing going on. <laughs> Yeah, this is a stupid thought, man, but I was like, I literally had a weird dream, man, and I woke up, and I can't figure this out, man. Where do, where do slugs, where do slugs come from, man? Like, I used to, when I was little, I used to think they were snails that were out of the shell, but that's not true. I found that out when I got older, but, like, you, when you, when you're outside, man, like, there'll be a, there'll be nothing on the sidewalk. For one second, you'll turn around, and then there's a slug there, and they move so slow. How does that happen? Are they, are they, are they falling out of the clouds? Like, where are they coming from? Like, because they, they can't crawl fast enough to sneak, you know what I mean? To, like, yeah, it's like I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I know it's a random thing, but it's been bothering me so much, and I don't understand. Well, it's like, how does a zombie catch up to you? It's the same kind of mystery. It's like, there's, there's, there's no way to describe. How can a slow-moving zombie catch up to a whole population of people? Yeah, yeah there, there you go. Okay, so then, so then you're, you're confirming what I thought. Well, my dream was like slugs were kind of like alien-like. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of confirming that. All right, all right. So I'm not crazy. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, because most, that is how I was feeling. You know, Corey, most people just dream about having sex with women. And here you are. Yeah. <laughs> about slugs on hey, the road. I was trying I was dreaming about what to do with my slug. So I was kind of having the same sort of dream. It was different. <laughs> Tell us your other dreams, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I uh, you know, this is a regular radio, right? Yes. Come to the yes. podcast and we can uh, tell you some other dreams. <laughs> I have no restrictions. They're, they're just not appropriate right yeah, now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I would give you a carte blanche on that one, but uh, we're still got our restrictions in front of us. 
Yeah, there's no problem there. I mean, I, I, I'm really looking forward to getting to the lock this weekend. I haven't been there yet, and I've heard uh, nothing but great things about the club. And Chicopee, wow, the only the only thing I um, really know about that area, uh, you know, was, was going to Springfield, going to, like, the Mardi Gras. And, oh, wow. You know, oh. Celebrating, uh, you know, celebrating people's, uh, ah, never mind, I was going to lie and say it was going there for celebrations. I just was going there to see the girls. But, um, Can't do it anymore. Yeah, I was they closed it. Down. I was yeah. like, yeah, all my friends are getting married. I was going, nah, I just was going there. And, well, uh, well, now the, now the, the Mardi Gras is closed. So if you're looking for, for things to do in between uh, you know, tonight and tomorrow night, you may have to, uh, you may have to be a little bit more creative. Yeah, well, the casino's around, so, you know, we can always do that. So after the show, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll all pack in and uh, go to the casino. That sounds good. Sounds good. You know? Corey Rodriguez is going to be at the Loft Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, great to talk to you, Corey. Have a great uh, great time this weekend at the Loft. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Corey Rodriguez with Vax and Nagle on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 825 and Ozzy with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a really nice day today. Something wrong with my, my voice here. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Uh, something's stuck in there, I guess. Uh, sunny and nice with a high of 80. Tomorrow, not so nice. Thunderstorms with a high of 69, giggity. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, again, Pat Kelly is going to be at MGM Springfield at the Plaza tonight with Trailer Trash for the, uh, the Free Music Friday concert series. He'll be there from 7 to 9. Uh, Trailer Trash is going to be there tonight. Uh, also, stop by the Rock 102 table for your chance to win great prizes. This week, uh, from 4 to 7, Veterans Incorporated and MGM Springfield have assembled over 30 veteran services providers that will be on-site to cover health care, housing, employment, and more. And attendees will have the opportunity to speak with MGM Springfield leaders, hear about the company's culture while gaining valuable insights to community resources and career pathways open to military veterans at MGM Springfield. And while you're doing that, you can enjoy the music of trailer tra- trailer trash and spend time with Pat Kelly seven to nine tonight at the Plaza at MGM Springfield from Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, I'm talking about the uh, Connecticut River here. You know, we're talking about the wastewater and the sewage and all that stuff. Yeah, and then uh, Pat Kelly does a commercial about uh, fishing, and one of the things he mentions in there is the shad, the shad fish. Yeah, well. Those die off. Somebody was telling me this the other day, and I don't know how accurate this is, but uh, the shad eventually die. And then all of a sudden, for weeks, you got uh, dead shad in the Connecticut River on top of Mm. sewage. So now's a lovely time to take our trip on the Connecticut River uh, for recreational fun. (laughs) You know, it's hard to believe that uh, that Peter Pan took uh, the Tinkerbell off the river during times like this. That would have been a great time to go on the pontoon. It would absolutely have been the best time to go on the pontoon. Now, here's the thing: yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know because okay, so today uh, we're having a staff outing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, part of the plan is to go on a boat ride. <laughs> On the Connecticut River, well, which just yeah. this week has had over thirty million gallons of raw sewage being, you know, pumped right into it. Are now, we uh, are we swimming? <laughs> well, as long as the boat doesn't capsize, yeah. I think we might be okay. Yeah. But we'll still be floating in a barge full ooh, of poo. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that just sounds so lovely. 
and sounds so accurately significant <laughs> to give the Rock 102 employees. Ironic, yeah. no. Yeah, we're going to do a team building exercise here, folks. We got to get everybody. Everybody's on board. Yeah, Where okay. are we going? Someone's going to win a free T-shirt to see how long they can hold their breath. Yeah, we're going on a shiznit steamer <laughs> up the Connecticut River. <laughs> Did you ever have a South Hadley steamer? <laughs> You will today. Yeah, we're so thankful for your employment. <laughs> Go team. Go team. <laughs> it's 829. News is next on Rock 102. Are you a fan? A true fan? Oh. 832 with Bax and Nagel. <laughs> it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. In our continuing coverage of the Connecticut River, the town of Amherst issued a public health warning after partially treated wastewater was discharged into the Connecticut River. <laughs> Yesterday, between 8.45 a.m. and 1.15 p.m., approximately 450,000 gallons of unchlorinated treated sanitary sewage <laughs> was released from the Amherst wastewater treatment plant into the river. All right, uh, riddle me this. Yeah. Given an option, yeah. what would you rather be on? Uh, a three-hour cruise with Gilligan and the Skipper yeah. or a, a one-and-a-half-hour cruise on a river full of human waste? I'll take that Skipper thing any day. <laughs> any day. A three-hour tour. You know, when Corey Rodriguez was saying uh, he had a dream about a slug, I'm like, don't worry about the slugs. They're just getting ready for their sales jobs at, uh, in our office upstairs. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we're going to be the popular ones oh, on the boat yeah. today. We'll be the yeah. ones skimming, uh -huh. the, we'll be yeah. skimming the river today. According to a map by the uh, Amherst <laughs> DPW and the Health Department, the sewage entered the Connecticut River off River Drive in Hadley at the treatment plant outfall. The town recommends the public avoid swimming in the Connecticut River between the Calvin Coolidge Bridge and the South Hadley Town Line, the very route we're taking our <laughs> boat trip on today. <laughs> and yeah, it, the irony is so... Uh, Powerful. Yeah. I can't even begin to tell you. Until Saturday at 7 p.m. Oh, That's geez. when everything changes. The well, pool water just goes away. <sighs> it's important to note this incident does not affect the safety of Amherst drinking water. Now, um, I don't know uh, what the plans are for today, mm -hmm. but uh, will you be sitting on the poop deck? I, I think the entire river is the poop deck. I just want to be sure. Life is a giant poop deck, Bax. I we're agree. Just, we're just the navigators. Of That's it. right. Yeah. We're, we're the skipper. We're the Magellans. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. We're the Ponce de Leon <laughs> looking for their fountain of poof. <laughs> well, someone's just soiled the Ponce. Uh, the, yeah, the discharge <laughs> is uh, considered uh, partially treated wastewater because Amherst is required to chlorinate all discharge prior to release at this time of year. The treated sewage and waste were not chlorinated before it was released. Oh, that's a mistake. Oh, well, that's uh, that's even better. <laughs> not only is it listen, uh, wastewater, it's untreated listen, wastewater. Listen, I like my sewage, and I like it raw. I, I like, like it raw. raw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> I thought the bowling trip was a stupid <sighs> team building idea, but this one, uh, yeah, yeah, this this one's pretty damn good. Remember when we all said no to paintball? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we all wanted to do paintball. <laughs> I think we should. We'd be better off playing paintball with real life bullets. I'm trying to think of the other outings we've had, <clears throat> like for summertime. 
And I can't really think of that many. Because oh, we, we usually do more of the holiday thing than yeah, we do it, the summertime. Thing. Or like a lunch. Yeah, yeah, we'll do like a lunch somewhere, and that's and that's uh, that's fine. I remember like it was one year we went to High Meadows. Yeah. It was probably before you were here. Went to yeah. High Meadows. Whole staff went. Yeah. And we were told, prepare yourself for a whole afternoon of fun. Yeah. There was no fun. Why? <laughs> because High Meadows, they got all kinds of stuff Yeah, but none of there. us wanted to do anything. Why not? Because we didn't want to really be there in the first place. You know, that's the hard part. Yeah. It's not about that you're not offering anything for the employees. It's that the lull is there all year long. <laughs> you know, that never really goes away. Right. Well, I mean, it, that was at a time when you know, I would say like staff morale was at an all-time low. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to now when things are you know, fairly decent. Things are pretty good right now. Yeah. Things, things are good. But uh, there was a time... When things were not so good, yeah. and the last thing you wanted to do was spend more freaking time with these people. Do you remember the time we had that picnic and uh, we were promised like steaks, and uh, it was like steak. It was like a oh, you're gonna have a steak bake, and it turned out to be like it was like London broil, like <laughs> tough, yeah. like shoe leather. Yeah, it was, it was very much like shoe leather. Yeah, and all I could think of, it just it brought me. You know how things just bring you back to childhood memories? <laughs> and it brought me back to this childhood memory of when we had to go to this, uh, it was one of these forts in New Jersey. Uh, yeah. You know how we do Old Sturbridge Village up here? Well, it was something like that down there where you listen to uh, soldiers, who people who were dressed as soldiers from the Union Right, uh, telling you the experience of being recruited into the, to the uh, you know, for the Civil War. Sure. Right. And the guy was talking about, we were promised roast beef, and it was supposed to be hot. And you know what it was? It was cold roast beef, and it was bad gravy. And I, I kept thinking, like, this is that guy. Like, this is this is my Civil War experience. Right. I'm, I'm having lunch with a radio station with shoe leather steak. It is delicious. Today it'll be fine. I'm sure. But we're having a boat ride on a river that's been spoiled by... 50 million gallons of raw sewage. <sighs> well, at least we're not driving the tank anymore like we were last year. <laughs> right. <sighs> uh, let's see. Uh, some other things happening around the area. A vehicle collided with a pedestrian on the 1,000 block of St. James Avenue on Thursday afternoon, leading to serious injuries. Holy, uh, or, I'm sorry. According to Springfield Police Department uh, spokesman Ryan Walsh at approximately 4.55 p.m., Officers responded to the 1,000 block of St. James Avenue for a car versus pedestrian crash. The driver did remain on scene and did cooperate. Uh, when the 22 news crews arrived, there seemed to be visible damage to a broken windshield of the driver's car. There seems to be di visible damage to a broken windshield of the driver's car. Think about that sentence for a second. There appears to be visible damage to a broken windshield of the driver's car. Yes. Visible damage. To a windshield. It's a broken windshield. Right. How about we just saw a broken windshield? Well, that's that's not wordy enough. The windshield also appeared to have an indentation. The adult male pedestrian was subsequently transported to Bay State with serious injuries. The traffic unit is still investigating the cir circumstances surrounding the crash, and uh, 22 says they will update you as the story uh, becomes, you know. You know, the details. Yeah, I know, but you're never going to get those. You're never going to get that at all. Uh, going over to uh, Holyoke, there are some suspects they're looking for there using a stolen credit card at the Holyoke Mall. 
according to the department, the individual pictured on their Facebook page is uh, suspected of using a stolen credit card at several stores in the mall. If you have any information regarding the suspect, you're asked to call the Holyoke Police uh, Criminal Investigations Bureau. Do we know what uh, stores they were in? No. This looks like he's in uh, like a Hobby Lobby or something. Well, there's a lot of stuff at a Hobby Lobby you can get. Hey, you know what they have at the mall? Uh, they have like a Dick's Warehouse. Really? Like yeah. a Dick's Express? It's not a Dick's Express. It's like all the, it's all this stuff in there. It, all, it reminds me of like a Burlington uh, Coat Factory. Oh, like okay. All, like it's high end items, you know, like Nike and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but for like nine to nine to fifteen dollars. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Uh, Dick's Warehouse Sales Store. No, no sporting equipment, just apparel and shoes. Well, that's not such a bad idea. No, it's yeah. not. Actually, it was actually, I like that. A, you clean it up pretty good over there. Yeah. Interesting. Like I'm doing commercials for Dicks now. Well, I haven't. I mean, I haven't been to the Holyoke Mall in a few months, so it's like uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's there or what's not there anymore. Oh, you're not missing anything. Probably not. Well, I mean, it's it's still a good mall. I mean, it's still still the best mall around at this point. The kids still like to go to the mall. Man, I'll tell you what. I I was a kid. I lived in the mall practically. It was there all the time. Yeah, but uh, there's nothing. What's attracting you to the mall now? Now? Yeah. Desperation usually. Yeah, that's usually how my trips start with. <laughs> I have to go to the I mall. I gotta get something out of the mall. Oh, I, I go. I, I make my rounds. I go into Bath and Body Works. I get my uh, my moisturizer and mm-hmm. I head on over to the Piercing Pagoda. And yeah, get my well, you gotta moisturize. Ring, yeah, get my nose ring and, mm-hmm. and then I go uh, get my nails done uh-huh. and then uh, yeah, and I do a whole day at the mall. Sure, right. Actually, I have one of those Greek gyros at that Greek place. Uh, the, yeah, well, those are delicious. They're really good. Yeah, I love those things. I want one of those shavers that you shave the meat off the side of the, that they shave the meat off the side of that thing. You know, whenever, I, for the, my entire life, I've always thought how great it would be just to have one of those things in your house. And when you're hungry, you just like bite into it, like right while it's like, uh, like it's, you know, revolving around. Yeah. Not even shaving it, just going in there and, you know, butting like a cob of corn. Really? Oh, my God. I would love that. I just like eat it like a big Fred Flintstone. That's what I would do, man. Fantastic. I kind of like that. Love that stuff. Uh, There's a lot of talk these days about places having vegetarian, plant-based stuff, and that's great. But today, in honor of uh, all the meat and potatoes dads out there, we're focused on carnivorous fare. Meat. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a new uh, ranking of the best cities in America for meat eaters, and it's comprehensive. They considered factors like the number of steak houses, barbecue restaurants, burger spots, and butcher shops, along with local meat quality, as well as the demand for meat in the area. Mm-hmm. Miami was named the top city for meat lovers. Miami? I would have thought a place like, you know, Oklahoma, you know, somewhere where they raise cattle. Uh, like a, Well, like, I mean, you think about the population of, of Miami. I mean, you, you not only have like a, you know, regular American uh, people, but... There's a huge population of, of Cuban uh, Americans okay. in, in Miami. Well, I mean. So maybe that's where the Cuban sandwiches. Maybe oh, most, one of the most delicious sandwiches in the world, a Cuban sandwich. I love a good Cuban sandwich. I love a Cuban. You know what's a good uh, sandwich is the one down at the uh, the uh, Little San Juan Bakery in the north end of Springfield. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's no. like, it's that, it's yeah. pernil. It's a pernil sandwich. Yeah. 
but it's got but it's got the, everything else on it too, right? Lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise. Oh Jesus! And it's so good. It's like I, it's so unbelievably good. And the bread—it's obviously fresh bread that they make there yeah. too. You know, when I was uh, when I was uh, away uh, two weeks ago yeah. at uh, my my college reunion, I went out to dinner with a friend of mine, and we went to like a number of different steak steak places while I was there. And I went to a steak place that. Uh, Listen, I, I know we have steak places around here, and no offense to any of them. They're all fine. They're all perfectly good. But it was a steak place that was serving unbelievable food without any country music being played what? in the restaurant. I know. It's that's like weird. that's like a unicorn. You never see that. It's like Sasquatch. But it was it was like maybe one of the best steaks I ever had, and it was it was unbelievable. As opposed to going to a place where you know, it's your birthday, and they bring a saddle around to your seat, and you know you can uh, hop aboard the saddle while they all, the yeah, entire staff sings a song, and then they, all of a sudden the Garth Brooks stuff comes back on, and that's uh, that's how it goes. They sing their own version of Happy Birthday. Yeah, I I don't I don't like when country music is being played while I'm eating a steak. It diminishes the flavor of the steak Why? for me. It just it just does. It's just like because I. Because I don't like the atmosphere of it. I don't. I don't like the. I don't mind the the knotty pine, the, all the wood and the ropes all over the place, or everybody wearing a cowboy hat. But my God, please, just let me eat in silence. You know what? You think there's a country music guy in there who sees you at a steakhouse going, God, him and that stupid fun bag thing that he does every week. <laughs> but I'm not. If I have to hear that. If but I'm I have not, to hear that every time I turn on Rock 102 at uh, whatever time it is at night, do you do that? Yeah, but I'm not, but I'm not playing that stuff in a public place all the time, except for one hour on a Sunday. Yes, but all over the region. <laughs> anyway, Las Vegas was the runner-up, followed by Atlanta, Minneapolis, San Francisco, Oakland, Portland, Oregon, Boston, mm-hmm. Denver, and Kansas City. See, Kansas City, I thought would have been the number one, you know, like because uh, you're you got the barbecue, killing, you barbecue. Yeah. Uh, Miami may have been number one overall, but Vegas was named the best city for steakhouses, mostly because there are 119 of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a lot of steak. At, well, it's a huge metro area, too. So True. I'm sure they have more than one of anything. I, I like a good steak place. I won't lie to you. I will not lie to you. The, Just- uh, the place out in Vegas, the Golden Steer. Mm-hmm. That was first of all. Not only was it one of the best steakhouses I've ever been to, but it's the old uh, Rat Pack hangout. Yeah, right. And you get this, you get to see the dark side of of history too. They have a room in the back where Sammy Davis Jr. used to hang out because they wouldn't allow yeah, uh, black people to hang out with with the white people in the club, which was kind of messed up. Totally but, messed up. But the uh, the whole the rest of the restaurant, I mean, it's a pretty cool looking place. It's got that red leather booths, you know. The, I would have loved to have had dinner with Sammy Davis Jr. I was a huge Sammy Davis Jr. fan. I would have uh, loved to have dinner with any of them. And Joey Bishop too. No, Joey, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, it's your... like a runner up prize. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. if if like you know, if Dean and uh, Frank. and Frank are sitting at one table and you're stuck with, ugh, Joey Bishop, please. Yeah, I know this guy. Sucks. How did I get? How did I get the short straw? I don't know how you did it, but you did it. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today 
is going to be sunny with a high of 80. Tomorrow, thunderstorms with a high of 69, giggity. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. When it comes to... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 853 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Beautiful day today, sunny and a high of 80. Tomorrow, uh, thunderstorms with a high of 69, giggity. It's uh, 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Next Wednesday is the Big Bonk and Smoke at the Log Cabin. Going to be a great, great time. Always is. Wednesday, June 21st. Tickets are still on sale. Come on out. Enjoy a great night of beautiful views off the side of Mount Tom. Your admission includes three premium cigars from the Drew Estate Cigars of uh, the Cigar Room 2 of Agawam. Those are good smokes right there. Uh, Get a t-shirt from G-Jink Screen Printing and Embroidery. A premium food spread that is fantastic with hors d'oeuvres and dinner and dessert. Details and tickets available at rock102.com. They can also be purchased in person uh, with a limited supply of the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam. Cigar smoking, not a safe alternative to cigarettes. you got to be over 21 with a positive ID tenter. It's the Big Bonk and Smoke next Wednesday at the Log Cabin, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you want to hear about AI or uh, things going on in Northampton? Uh, how about Northampton? All right. Northampton officials acquired a longtime vacant downtown church from businessman Eric Shore on Thursday, delivering the city a facility for a new social services hub that had lacked a permanent home. The former First Baptist Church on the corner of Main and West Streets will house the proposed Community Resilience Hub, a central location for service providers, to help people who are homeless in extreme poverty or facing similar crises. So, yeah, well. hey, uh, things are starting to open up in Northampton. Why? They're opening up because someone has been told they have no other choice. He had to return all the stained glass windows. Did you read that? I did read that. Yeah, he had to read uh, thing, and, it, and Mar- Marty and I were talking about how he he reminded us of the uh, the guy at the end of uh, Boogie Nights. <laughs> where he's listening to Jesse's girl in the uh, in the bathrobe, like right. yeah, bring back the stained glass windows, <laughs> motor in. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, listen, he, it's about time that maybe some of these properties get dealt with yeah. and used. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like, how long can you keep this stuff closed for? I'm like, I, what is he waiting for? Is he waiting for, like, the big payout or something on the property or what? You know, I, 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 it's hard for me to really understand what has been going on with him and his real estate holdings and the liquor licenses that he has. I'm, it would seem to me, if they were mine, I'd want to make sure that I would be able to capitalize on all these things and... and and make money on them. But if you don't do anything with those properties, it, it you're playing Monopoly. Yeah. And you and you and you you land on Baltic or Mediterranean yeah, yeah. and say, you know what, I gotta I gotta have those. I've got to have those two dollars a a month for rent. Yeah. Let me at it. And you buy them and you realize, you know, I'm getting crushed here on this board. I probably shouldn't have bought spent all that money on hotels on yeah. Baltic and Mediterranean Avenue. Yeah, but here I am. Uh, with all this just empty property. Yeah, it's, it's either I lo- unload this or I go to jail for free. <laughs> it's one of the two. Well, that's that's how it usually ends for a lot of them. <laughs> but, uh, hey, at least one thing has been sold and is now going to be opened up and in use. Oh, in thank Downtown Northampton. That's re- it's really going to turn things around. Yeah. It's uh, 857, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.